Welcome to the Spectrum Side with your host, John Mark Poe and Brandon Stoker. With over 40 years of combined experience in the field of paranormal research. So, sit back, enjoy their personal stories and insight into the paranormal. And now, your host. <laughs> well, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Spectral Side. I'm John Marco. And I'm Brandon Stoker. And how are you today, Mr. Stoker? I'm doing well. I just wanted to say and let anybody know, today is Brandon's birthday. This is recorded in December the 9th, 9th 2023. Yep. So if anybody's Happy watching... Happy birthday. <laughs> thank you. So if anybody's watching it on another, or listening to it on another day, which they will be, that is not my birthday. The 9th was. <laughs> yes. There we go. So, so we're going into the future. Yeah. So from the past. From the past. Exactly. Oh, I guess we're time traveling. You know, I guess the way it is. Mm. So that's why you don't try to say too much stuff like, well, we're not sure when that happened, but you know, they talked about it. Yep. (laughs) That's one thing that gets me whenever you listen to like podcasts and stuff, they talk about something that was very relevant at the time. And then you go back and you listen to it because I've listened to some podcasts that are like five years old and I'm sitting here going, oh, what? (laughs) It's like, what are they talking about? Oh, by the way, this week only we're having a sale for blah, blah, blah. And then you look at the thing, like, oh, cool, I'm going to go buy something. Then you realize that it was like three years ago that they had to oh, sell. Oh, no, no, no. We're having to sell on this, blah, blah, blah. And you know that place closed, went out of business like two years ago. <laughs> yeah. One of the one of the places I follow um, is Aaron Blaze, a great animator, former Disney animator, has a great website for people who want to learn how to paint, draw, and all this other stuff. And uh, But his podcasts, I will, or his streamings, I'll watch. And that's the big thing. Like, oh yeah, we're having a sale this week for this. This is only for five dollars. And then you and you go look at like, oh, that was two years ago. And you're like, and I really wanted the course, and I wasn't going to pay that much for the course. So, but it usually has a lot of good sales on there anyway. Cool. So somehow managed to plug Aaron Blaze. (laughs) No, we don't receive money from them. Yeah. Are you ready? Yes. So tonight we're going to be talking about Saint Claus. But before we begin anything, I want to throw some trivia at you. See how smart you are. Oh, it could hurt, though. I know. I'm, old, I'm, I'm older now. Yes, you are an old man now. Uh, I All right, old man. I would. Older. You're an old man. No, I'm older. He's an old man, folks. Don't let him fool you. Older. We're going with older. You're the one who's got the creaks and the groans and the... Oh, that, was, that wasn't because of age. That's because my stupid butt didn't work out with enough weight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a small person. If people who ever see a picture of me, I'm not a small person. No, you're not. And I didn't compensate for my weight. And that's how I hurt myself. See, you shouldn't do that. And when I was in the zombie land too, I hurt my knees. That mm. wasn't the creeps and groans or not my fault. <laughs> from the shoulders, from the waist up, I'm perfect. <laughs> All right, you ready? Sure, let me see what I can know. All right, I want to see how many names of Santa do you know. <clears throat> well, the easiest one is Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. Father Christmas. Uh-huh. Santa Claus. Uh-huh. Um, oh, crap. Um, that's a, did I say Father Christmas? Nope. Father Christmas. Uh-huh. Um, hold on. Uh, oh. Father Noel? Um, yeah, I think that's one of them. 
Um, oh man, you were texting my head. Um, <laughs> I used to know a lot more of them. And I'm, on, I'm gonna be done on that part right there. All right, Father Christmas. Uh huh. Saint Nicholas. Did I, I didn't say Saint Nicholas, did I? No. Oh, I know that one. I knew Saint Nicholas. Saint Nick. Yeah. Chris Kringle. How did I forget those? I knew those. Sinterklaas is I how you actually pronounce it. Sinterklaas. I don't mm-hmm. care. And <laughs> We're in America. It's yeah. Santa Claus. Santa Claus. That's how we get Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. So uh, the Noel, Father Noel. Yeah. It's actually Pierre, Pierre Noel. Yeah, it means father. Yeah. And then there's also uh, Joe Tomton. Oh, no. I would not know that one. That's the Scandinavian one. Yeah, I wouldn't know that one. And uh, here's one that you've probably never heard of before. The sad thing is in my head. What is it? It is La Bafana. That's Spanish. Oh, it's close. It's Italian. Oh, okay. You know, that was funny because that was one I was trying to remember when you were asking me. Because I knew there was one in Italian and mm. I couldn't remember it. Well, that's not actually Santa Claus. Yeah. This is a kind witch who gives money and food to good kids. Yeah. Well, the bad kids get nothing. Nothing. Well, maybe not necessarily. They might get a, a, a surprise visit from a big cat or a Crumpus uh, or the, no, whip, not the with whipper her. guy. No, nah, not with her. Oh. She's by herself. And she doesn't do anything? No, she uh, doesn't punish him or anything. Well, where's the fun in that? She just rewards the good and snubs the evil. She's like, screw you. Yeah, pretty much. Freeze to death. I don't care. Exactly. <laughs> How rude. That's funny. Well, that did pretty good. I can't believe I forgot St. Nicholas. And, I can't believe you forgot. And Santa Claus. And, um, Chris Kringle. Chris Kringle. Yeah. And the other one. I can't believe that. That's funny. I'm like, I know those. St. <laughs> Nicholas and Chris Kringle. Those are the ones I thought you'd get right off, you know. Well. But no, it's like, you're getting old, man. <laughs> well, that's true. Get well, old. The, the other option is not that good, so I'm good. Yeah, I'd rather be old. I'd rather be old. As long as I keep my brain for the most part. I'm yeah, good. yeah. I don't know. The senility on some people look pretty good. Like, you just wonderful. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, kind of so, like that joke of this one guy. I heard this joke about this one guy who said that, uh, you know, he uh, had this really old man live next door who had dementia. Alzheimer's, you know, former Alzheimer's, mm-hmm. and would come to his door every morning, every single morning, looking for his wife. Yeah. But his wife had been dead, you know, for several years. And he said, you know, this it happened every single morning, like clockwork. Yeah. It got to the point where he almost started wanting to leave the building because he got tired of it. Mm-hmm. He said, but then every time he got to that point, he'd always remember one thing. After he'd tell the old man that his wife was dead, that old man will give him the biggest smile he'd ever seen. <laughs> that's bad. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Thank you. Can't can't uh, can't um, deprive him of that happiness. Exactly. That's funny and sad at the same yeah, time. Yeah. So here's something cool. We're gonna get into the magic of Santa. Ho ho ho, Kadabra. <laughs> See, I like that. Yeah, oh, I kind of like that. Oh, I think about it for a moment. It's not bad. Not bad. Yeah, my, my humor is usually for those with a higher IQ. 
It's a good thing I got one so I can understand it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Took you a second, but anyway, you got it. You got it. All right. So some of these I found kind of odd, uh-huh. but they are from different stories and things. Sure. So I just kind of snipped them. Okay. So uh, one of the things was he makes one feel good emotionally and physically. Don't give me that smile. <laughs> I can see that. If y'all could just see that shit any grand. I won't say anything. <laughs> I was like, I will say, what is he, like a Cialis or something? <laughs> yeah, and you're supposed to like smell cookies. Cookies? Yeah, you're supposed to like be able to smell like your favorite cookies cooking. Well, if you start smelling almonds, wouldn't you be scared that there was cyanide? <laughs> I smell almond cookies. <laughs> <laughs> I think that wasn't a good thing. Well, with him, it doesn't matter because he's immortal. Yeah, but talking about the other people. Santa Claus comes in smelling like almonds and people are killing over. That's hey, the problem. Uh, All right, go ahead. I'm he, just, he's hey, you got to be prepared for tonight. So. He's immortal. He's immortal. How long has he been around? <sighs> I used to know when... A couple the, of thousands of years. Well, no. Well, I don't know. Let's see. I got to actually have to look up the date for San uh, for uh, Saint Nicholas. It was third uh, century. Okay, so almost two thousand years. Mm-hmm. So that'd been third century is two hundred two hundred something AD. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, in, well, in twenty twenty two whatever, then it would be. Well, yep. We can say that he's been around for uh, two thousand two thousand years. I don't plan to be around that long. I don't think. I couldn't make it, but yeah. I'd rather. No, I couldn't. I'd be, man, you know, if I could make that, ooh, I would be old. Yep. I'd be like over 200 years old. <laughs> like, see, by then they'll have these kind of retrograde shots that make you young again, so it won't really matter. Like from uh, Disney's uh, Tomorrowland. Yeah. It comes in chocolate now. Yes. Okay. Here's another one. Okay. He can change his size from his regular size, as I hit the uh, microphone, to uh, a very small size. Hoggity poggity woggity whack. Odds and ends, frickin' crack. Shrink in size, very small. Gotta save enough room for all. That's the spell. I know. Yeah. Isn't that cool? So yeah. you're giving the information, and I'm the one giving the strange stuff. I didn't think that was strange. Uh, somebody else would be like, well, how does he know all this stuff? Because I remember when it came out. No. <laughs> yeah, I went and saw it in the theaters. Yeah. The sad thing is, is we saw it in the theaters. It's like, maybe it's only second release. Yeah. <laughs> I do miss that. I do miss, I wish Disney would do that more. I would still go. Re-release them and come back. Yeah, yeah. I would too. I'd still go see, I'd still go see all the movies in the theaters. Just yeah. because that's where they're supposed to be seen. Yeah. That's where they were designed to be seen on big screens. Yep. Got like Santa. Yes, because he's a big man. He could be a big screen, too. <laughs> like, he well, can you just uh, watch the movie on his belly. He can levitate. I can see that. You know, going back up the chimney. So, how much does Santa Claus really weigh then if he can levitate? Absolutely nothing. Doesn't matter. He can levitate. I know, but he doesn't weigh anything if he can levitate. No. Weight doesn't mean anything. He could be 400 pounds, just be levitating across the floor. Yeah. Let everything be floating. All that flat would be in the air floating. 
Like, yeah, baby. Watch this. <laughs> what was that? I call that the Santa roll. <laughs> oh, my. What? Nothing. It's funny in a way. It's only funny because it's true. <laughs> I, told you, I told you I was in the mood tonight. Yes, you are. I'm in something. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he moves quicker than the eye can Superman. see. Yeah, kind of like that. He moves faster than Superman. So he's a vampire. I was thinking that, too. Yeah, he's a vampire. That's why he's immortal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe maybe it wasn't. can change the size. Change in size. <laughs> that's what it is. And levitate. Levitate. Yeah, that's our all trait. Hi! <laughs> Except for the smelling of cookies. Mm-hmm. You know? I'm making you feel good. There's this movie, I think it's on Disney Plus or whatever, and um, it's kind of funny because they have a, they have Santa Claus portrayed as a black gentleman in this one, and apparently when this one farts, it smells like cookies, smells like cinnamon. <laughs> so I'm thinking when you when you when you said that um, about the cookies, I'm like, when is it his farts? Because <laughs> that's what the movie shows. What the show says. Uh, okay, here's another one. Okay, you can teleport. I'm telling you, he's a vampire. He's what you does he have the ring? No, he doesn't have the ring. So why does he need? So why does he need a sleigh? That's what he does. He teleports to sleigh. Yeah, but why not just like teleport from the? I mean, if it was me, I'd be like teleporting from the. Oh, he's got to carry all those bags, and so you can just like poop, 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 poop instead of poof, 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 poof. It's just quirky one. Yeah, but I I forgot what movie it's in where they had the bag where he reaches in and it like. Like magically puts everything in there. Mm-hmm. Teleportation of toys. Mm-hmm. So that kind of fits. Uh, he knows good and bad. Kind of omnipotent there. Yeah. You know, kind of telling he's a vampire. <laughs> Smell it out. Oh, he's a good kid. Yeah, we'll give him stuff. Bad, bad kid. We'll give him sweeties. That would be funny. Now here's the cool one. I thought. Which one? This one. Okay. He will appear as the race that is looking at him. That's a new thing. You know where they get that from? What? They got that from Bill Cosby in the Cosby show. Because that's that's how he explained Santa. That's exactly where that came from. I remember the episode in the 80s that he was explaining with Santa Claus when if he goes into a family that's from China, he looks like a Chinese person. If he goes into this, this, and this. I'm like, yep. When you said that, I'm like, well, Bill Cosby episode? I don't remember what season it was, but it was funny. I think it's when they had the little girl, mm-hmm. the daughter of What's-Her-Face. Yeah. Uh, I think that's. I think it was during that time period. So I always like that. I always like that definition. I always thought that was kind of cool. Yep. Yep. But no, that's kind of funny. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Bill Cosby. That's the thing you want to talk about. What I want to talk about? <laughs> yeah, Bill Cosby. <clears throat> well, just as long as you don't drink anything at his house, you'll be okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, no milk and cookies from him. <laughs> it's like Santa. I can. I can't. I used to be able to do his name. I, can, I used to be able to do his voice, uh, but I could just see him. I'm not sure what it did. I put something in that milk. <laughs> Santa Claus next morning, <laughs> it's like passed out. Like, oops! I think I accidentally roofied Santa Claus. That's Uh-oh. not good. <laughs> But no, but yeah, I mean, I think, uh, but yeah, I was just, uh, I was thinking about, you know, the, all the legends and the stories and, you know, I think like what you're talking about, the abilities of Santa Claus, 
I think those are definitely evolved over the years because kids would ask the questions, well, how did he do this and how did he do that? So, but I like the teleportation idea. Like, I think it's pretty cool. I get, but granted, I think he uses, the, he probably has a ring, one of the rings from Doctor Strange, just making little portals in front of the reindeer and flying through. I still want one of those rings. Give me one for Christmas. Okay. So, I don't know who you have to talk to, but give me one. Okay. I want one that works. Hey, if it works, it's because you have the power. If it doesn't work, it's because you don't. So, you know. That's true. But don't, uh, don't be blaming me if it's a, if it don't work and saying it's a bum ring. No, it's just it's I'm on you, man. I'm bl- I'm, I'll blame you because you, you make ghosts disappear. You make probably make the magic ball. The rings went, oh, heck no. No, no, no. <laughs> not going to work around. I ain't him. hanging around him. No. <laughs> you got the weird vibe thing going on. Yep. But no, I mean, uh, but you know, it's like um, another funny thing. We talk about Christmas, you know. Um, Christmas. You can talk about the Grinch. Mm-hmm. You know, the anti-Christmas, the anti-clause. Um, which I always really like the, I really like the fact that um, the Grinch really does focus it back on to what, you know, it's really about. The time mm-hmm. of the year to celebrate, you know, it's, it's about your family, it's about things like that. It's not all, yep. always about the presents and everything. It's always about the presents, man. What do you know? It's about the presents, man. Come on. Well, when I was a kid, yeah, sure. But so, here you go. I'm waiting. <laughs> I know. I, was, <laughs> I just saw some wings <laughs> flutter out of his head. Where did he come back? No. Uh, you took me aback by shutting up there for a second. I was like. <laughs> Wait, wait a minute, he's actually listening? What? Yeah, what the, I'm not used to that. Well, you said just you said something. I'm like, okay. I completely lost my train of thought. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate it when it happens. Hey, the talking about trains, Polar Express. I love that show. Okay. Uh, do you think the idea of a Santa Claus train, uh, Christmas train, that's why people started to because the Polar Express is not extremely old story, but you know, because if you watch like old movies and stuff like that, you'll see a train. They started putting trains, yeah, under, and they always had some sort of like they had stuff on them, yeah, you know. So I kind of wonder if what was first, Polar Express or the because um, I mean, I think it would be someone trying to explain, you know, or get the concept for it, but I'm not sure um, exactly how. That came up there because you know that's a very you know the question always was is did it actually happen or was it that little boy's imagination yeah yeah so whenever i'd watch it i'd be like going like well and that was always my thing i was like is it real or is it not so but they never really they never really answered it which i kind of think is cool and um and all that right there but you're talking about something magical i mean that's really when he comes right down to it, this really is the fact of uh, of the magic part of it. What you looking at? Trying to find out when the actual book was written. Okay. Then we can find out. Because I remember watching like old movies and there was a yeah. train. I mean like old movies. Before, old when, movies. Before when we were kids. There we go. Based on the book. 1985. So, I mean, I know trains were around a long time before that. So, <laughs> under trees. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, they were. They've been around, <laughs> for, been around for a few hundred years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you're funny looking. 
Um, no, it's mainly around the 40s, late 40s, early 50s yeah. when the when the tree train was popular. So I think that's interesting. I kind of wonder if the author would be interesting to do some research to find out if the author, um, that's where he got the idea for Polar Express. Probably. Was the tree coming, the train around the tree. Well, uh, I've seen my head. You, you just broke your head. No, I just want that. It's fine. You said it's only you said you broke your head. I'm like, how did I do that? Anyway, uh, I've seen some old like uh, uh, newsreels. Mm-hmm. Uh, the actual uh, Santa would come in on train. Okay. To a to a town or something, he'd come riding in on the rail. Yeah. Well, back in the you know the 20s and 30s. Yeah, because if you watch old even old Disney cartoons, you know mm-hmm. you'd have. Uh, the ones with Santa Claus at the North Pole or decorating stuff. He always he'd had a little train, mm-hmm. and he would like he ran the train up inside the bag and collected the you know. So it's like I guess it just was part of Christmas, the train. I guess it was yeah. just something because they'd give him away as little uh, toys and stuff. So. Well, I think I think the fact that it was you know newfangled thing, yeah, that he come riding in on this cool express, the Polar Express. No, hot that. chocolate. Kind of like I want to know. Hot chocolate. Actually, I think I have. I think I have some. Cool. I just don't know if I have any marshmallows. But don't, but don't make it too hot. Oh, you meant marshmallows, and it's not any good. That's true. I used to have some Swiss Miss with a little dehydrated chocolate, a little dehydrated marshmallows. Yep, those were always good. Yeah. Just learn to let it sit for a few minutes. Yeah. Otherwise, it burn. Yeah, and it's like, well, the other thing is um, a thing about, um, uh, have you ever seen the show Hogfather? Have you ever seen the movie Hogfather? No, no, I haven't. Okay. Because, you know, it's written by Terry Pratchett. Yeah, I know. Discworld. Yeah, I want to see I've read most of the Discworld stuff. Well, I don't lend lend my movies anymore because stuff seems to happen to them, so no offense to you. No, no, I can get it whenever I want. Yeah, yeah. Well, watch it because it's really funny. Yeah. But they make a really cool... um, I make a really cool point in there because Hogfather Hog is like Christmas or Santa Claus. Yeah. And uh, in fact, it opens up that way of tradition or time of the year that's very much like your Christmas. And, um, but I love, I love the, the journey of death in that thing. Uh, but they say that, well, how can Santa Claus deliver to all these places or the Hogfather? And they say, well, he makes a alternate reality. So it, is different time where he's at. So I kind of thought, well, that's kind of, that's kind of a neat way of explaining how he can deliver everything in one night because Mm -hmm. for him, time is almost standstill. Yeah. So there's no, there's no movement of time. So he's in a slightly different um, frequency or whatever Mm -hmm. you call it, which we talk about in, you know, ghosts and stuff. We believe that some ghosts move at different frequencies. Mm So the idea is that, you know, Santa Claus basically becomes a ghost or a spirit of mm-hmm. Christmas yep. to deliver the packages. So Teleportation. Yeah. So, yeah. But, uh, but at the same time, I mean, he would still need to be able to, like, hinder time. Yeah. I mean, because let's face it, you know, because there's like, what are like 2.3 billion Christians in the world? Mm-hmm. You know, and if you only look at the kids, which I have no idea how many kids are in those families, let's say it's say half or whatever um that's still a lot of kids that you had to tell you still need to like hinder mm-hmm. time or something um so, so that's another power yeah 
So it's kind of, an, I've always thought that was kind of a neat concept mm-hmm. with the showing of Santa Claus existing in a slightly different reality than our own. So I so that's kind of cool. So Cool. Yeah, I mean, it's like the teleportation. It kind, mm-hmm. of, it kind of fills in the gap of like, well, how does he do this? Well, mm-hmm. now he exists in this slowed down reality. Yeah. So, because um, in you know, the story, the guy that's death's helper, you know, he can't go back to Earth or he'll die. Yeah. And in the show, in Hogfather, there's the death's daughter, or granddaughter, yeah, basically granddaughter, as she calls him. And um, she um, she can see and interact and do all these other things. And she's like, well, I thought you were, I thought you couldn't come back to Earth or you'd die. And he's like, well, I'm actually not on Earth. This is an alternate. And that's when he explains it mm-hmm. a little bit. So, <clears throat> but it's a really... I really like it. I like Terry Pratchett, but yeah. it's very, very English, very English. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, but I like that humor. So I've got the color of magic and all those other things like that. So, and which is for me, uh, the Hogfather is a Christmas tradition. Yeah. <laughs> I will put it on and I will watch it. So cool. It's pretty funny. It Just is. like the Polar Express is for me. Yep. Uh, I'm going to watch, I will watch Polar Express one time. That's all I really need to watch it. Um, and the problem is, is I think for me, I, I like the I like the animation. I love the train. I love all the other stuff. But sometimes those eyes are just dead doll eyes. They're like, yeah, right. I'm like, Ooh. and I saw it in the theaters when it first came out. So when you saw the kid, when the things got really close to the camera, and you had like, there's no life in those eyeballs. <laughs> it's like it's like a shark. <laughs> I was like, that ain't right. But I do like I like the storyline. I like the concept. It's animation. Of course, there's no life in the eyes. Well, hey, uh, uh, 2D animation, they get plenty of life in those eyeballs. Yeah, but this ain't 2D. Yeah, but hey, Gollum was 3D. He had life in his eyes. Because they went back and 2D'd those eyes. No, they did not. Yeah, they did. No, they didn't. They didn't 2D those eyes. I know that for a fact. Bam. Um, but, yep. But, um, but yeah, I mean, so... But yeah, I think it, I've always liked the storyline. I've always wanted to go see um, the play. I always thought it'd be kind of fun to see the play. There's a play? Yeah, there's some people who actually do like a live production. You know what I would like to do? But have you seen the one with the train? With mm. the, where the conductor is on the train and they're doing hot chocolate? Mm-mm. And everybody, he's singing hot, hot, hot chocolate. And all the people come out with like hot chocolate and handing out people hot chocolate. It's really kind of cool. So go look it up. It's on, mm. I think it's on YouTube. Cool. I tell you what I'd like to do. I'd like to be rich enough to have my own Polar Express train. <laughs> Where would you put it? You got enough? How much property you got? I got a lot. Well, if you got a lot, yeah, it'd be fun. Okay. But I wouldn't do that. I'd leave it, you know, on the tracks out here. Sure. We're leaving a railroad down. Yeah. <laughs> that would be funny. Well, and yeah. I'd drive between Lochapoca and Lynette. Yeah, you just have to make sure that you were clear to travel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be kind of funny. Which stops at Lochipoca, Auburn, Overlock, and Lynette. Yeah, but if you have, but think about this: if you have your money, if you have money to uh, be able to buy a train, take a little bit of extra money, come out to your property, build a track, a big one, and then you people can come out there and have a Polar Express experience, and you can serve them hot chocolate, Christmas dinner, and stuff on the train, and they can just go right around the little track. Yeah, but if I did that and I had that kind of money, I'd do a round trip going from Lochipoca to 
Up to net down to Columbus, back up this way. There'd be all this mystery tracks. What are these tracks for? I don't know. <laughs> don't worry about it. Yeah, but I, I would probably because and have a, and have Santa. You know, you have dinner with dinner with Santa, and that'd know, be kind of cool. And be... find out how many people you know have them pre-registered. Each of them gets a special present. Well, that's true. That'd be kind of fun. But yeah, I mean, well, you know, another uh, paranormal thing is we don't really talk about is the North Pole. I mean, yeah. The paranormal activity that the par- North Pole would be would be the fact mm-hmm. that we've been up there plenty of times, but we've never seen it. So assumption that Santa Claus is 100% real. But it keeps it hidden. Yep. And I think we talked about this one time before where I said, if you watch Tomorrowland. Yeah. Um, the, or, yeah, the movie from Disney that it's in a slightly different dimension. And the reason why Santa Claus comes up so high and then falls down toward it is he's actually opening up the portal, mm-hmm. going into a slightly another alternate dimension where he actually wants <clears throat> his place. So, yep. so that would be kind of, would be kind of cool. Very cool indeed. But you know, if you watch the movie, the Santa Claus, apparently if you go up to the North pole, some little elf is going to come out and, and then it's going to open up and float you down. <laughs> I've never watched those. It's the first one is really pretty good. The other ones are okay. Um, the they had this one character's name was Bernard, mm-hmm. and in the first one he was kind of a little bit more snappy, you know, like very like this, 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 and I've dealt with this before. You're like my fifth Santa Claus I've dealt with, because the idea is that Santa Claus, um, is not the same person, but whoever puts on the suit becomes Santa Claus, and so. I'm like, well, that's kind of a neat concept. And if you watch it, it's really kind of funny. But I like the first one. The second one, they have the characters. They're a little bit more kind of like timid. I'm like, no, that's not Bernard. That's not the same character from the first movie. Uh, but the whole idea is the fact that, you know, um, oh, and I looked it up and I meant to, um, actually, I might be able to look up it again real quick. Because if you watch the movie uh, uh, Klaus, mm-hmm. We were talking about the indigenous people of Europe. Yeah. And I actually looked them up because those people are in, um, Klaus. Uh, yep. They're actually in there. And let me see. Let's see if I can get this. He's going to do it, folks. He's going to do it. He's almost there. I'm almost there. He's always there. They got a neat name. Um, Siberian Huskies? No. Um, in fact, their their territory is very, very big. Um, they are called... Let's see. Krakatoans. Whipsmash. that one, but they have another one, too. They, uh, the, the Sami people, S-A-M-I. Sami. Yep. And also you have the Uralic, Uralic, Ninets, Samoyed, and the Komi people of Northern Russia. It's for you to say. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of interesting, um, but those are some of the indigenous people, but the Sami people. If you look at them uh, in the way that they dress, they're very colorful dresses and stuff like that. 
and they herd reindeer and deal with reindeer. And if you, like I said, if you watch um, Klaus, if you watch Klaus, that's the people that become the um, builders. Elves? Yeah, they become his elves. So I thought that was kind of interesting mm-hmm. that um, that they actually used in that show, they actually used a very historical um, fact about that. And um, But if you watch that movie, you know, Santo uh, Klaus actually passes away or he just kind of disappears. And he's with his wife. Yeah, but then all of a sudden he's back later on. And that's when he becomes slightly immortal. Or he becomes very immortal at that time. Mm-hmm. So the point is, is like, that is how he is still around Santa to this day. Claus. So he's really a zombie. Well, a vampire, like you said. He's a vampire. Um, to bring in something that has nothing... Well, people are going to turn it into a Christmas movie. But Frozen 2. Yeah. Now, the theory is that she actually died. Who? In, uh, Elsa. Oh. She actually died when she went too deep and she mm-hmm. froze. Mm-hmm. She actually died. And then she came back. So basically, she is became the fifth spirit because she had crossed over and had come back. Mm-hmm. So, because, you know, um, it makes her the bridge. Yes. So, um, because, you know, um, oh my gosh. Um, um, what's the snowman's snowman's name? Olaf. Olaf. Thank you. I'm, I'm, I couldn't get the name. All I could hear in my head was like, I don't like warm hugs. Um, but Olaf disappears. Yeah. So that would mean that, the magic had gone. Mm -hmm. So, um, but he's, they made the point um, that this other concept, as these people were talking about it, they were like, well, even, you know, um, the reindeer guy, uh, my brain's brain's fried at the moment. (laughs) Too much, too much Christmas knowledge. Uh, It's burning my head like a peppermint. Um, Too much celebration for party in the day. Oh, no, no, no. You know, my party was today. I watched Ghost Hunters. <laughs> and I looked at Facebook and every once in a while. Uh, That's exactly what I wanted to do. I'm like, I didn't care anything else. I'm good. Um, but I got um, where I was going with this is that he even looked at her and goes, oh, something looks different about you. And if you look at her, she is a little bit more glowy looking. She is a little bit more radiant in her appearance. Mm-hmm. So I think that's, and that's why she had to basically really stay up north in that area because people were kind of pointing out that maybe that was more of like the spirit realm and stuff and even the north aldrons mm-hmm. they looked a lot like those people that i was describing so mm-hmm. um so, so yeah but so i think it's kind of neat when you look at how people handle the story of santa claus and of course um mm-hmm. you know you have the the Stop action shows from when we were kids. Oh, yeah. Here you know. comes Santa Claus. Yep. And, um, and which is one of my favorite. Santa, my favorite one was Santa Claus that, you know, the vaca- takes a vacation or whatever it was called. Was it the Christmas without Santa Claus? Yeah. Yeah. Where you had the Heat Miser and Snowman. Yep. yep. I like that one too. I think it's probably been because of the song. I'm Mr. White Christmas. Christmas. I'm Mr. And you, know, you know, that guy always looked like, oh, 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 uh, what's his name? Uh, Guy who did uh, uh, Burger Meister Meister? No, he, he, he. Woo. showed some age. Uh, 
you know, from Hercules played the bad guy. Oh, oh, you mean um, Hades? Yeah, guy who played Hades. The voice? Yes. Um, hold on. Um, James Wood. That's who the Mr. Cole always reminded me of. He looks like James Wood. Well, if they ever do a live action, oh, hold on, I got an itch. If they ever do a live action, since they like doing live actions of everything else, mm-hmm. maybe they'll do a live action of that and put him in there. I like James Wood. He's he's hilarious. Well, it's about time we heard from our sponsor. Our sponsor. Which one was it again? I don't remember. It's not that one. I think it's this one. Uh, you sure now? I'm not sure. We're going to find out. This segment of the Spectral Site is brought to you by the Ghoulish Garb. The Ghoulish Garb is committed to providing clothing uniquely designed for those who are mystified by witches and intrigued by the macabre and in need of a healthy dose of gallo humor. So check them out at theghoulishgarb.com and really get your ghoul on. <laughs> so here's a, here's a new topic for you for Santa Claus. What is it? <clears throat> when did he go from human to elf? Well, I think it was when they wrote The Night Before Christmas. And all through the house, not a creature stirring, not even a mouse? Exactly. Well, the stockings were hung by the chimney with care in the hopes that St. Nicholas so soon would be there. Exactly. Mm. Because that's the first time he's ever been mentioned as an elf. Yeah. There's no other writings ahead of that time. And hold on a minute. I'm going to get a date for that. What? It's in the 30s. And the night before Christmas. I meant, to, I meant to bring the book back. I have, actually have a book of like the way it was re- originally worded. So many people have modernized the words. I have one that actually has the original writing of it. Why am I writing the K for night? Well, it could be. Could be the night before Christmas. (laughs) Well, you see, he was riding a horse the night. The night, night before Christmas. It's a special night. Instead of a spear, he has a big bag of big candy cane and just uh, walks around and tickles pizza people on the ribs and go tickle, 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 tickle on the night, night before Christmas. Okay. Written by Clement Clark, Clement Clark Moore. Yes. The American writer. Uh, crazy Americans are mixing and messing things up again. But of course. And what was the year for the night before Christmas? You know, I try so hard and I have to like focus on that because I so want because I like Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. And I'm sitting here going, Night Before Christmas. <laughs> and all through the house. Not one. Oh, look, somebody's calling me. Oh. There we go. Sorry. Let's see. <laughs> It's lovely. Are you sure? Have you not found it yet? No, I found... I'm getting there. Ugh. 1823. Yep. And there's a big movement in that time, actually, to um, to make Christmas... More Christmasy and less Halloween-y. Well, not just even that, but just making it a little bit more secular... Because even up to that point, which is Victorian time period, um, oh, yes, it was still yes. very much it was still very much about because that's what everybody dresses in. Yeah, 
Um, <laughs> when you're dead, you're dry. You're only going to be dressed in that. Um, but it was um, the move movements like that were to take it away from more of a religious holiday mm-hmm. because it was still I mean, even the older Christmas carols always had this very strong religious edge to them. Yep. And um, so that that's where the story started. So, um, like uh, that's when the reindeer first got names, as far as I understand. So, uh, I think no, I, yeah, I don't they think, had I don't them think before they had, then because I'm not you, sure. yeah, because you got the blitzen and the dunder, the dunder and the blitzen. Yeah, we'd have to do some research because I think that just like he became an elf. I think that's when like Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer that came in in the fifties. I thought it was before then. No, that's what I'm saying though. Rudolph. Everybody assumes nowadays. Everybody assumes Rudolph was always part of. Never. Yeah, and it was when he says what written for Montgomery Ward or something. Like mm-hmm. that. I think is what it was, and uh, or one of the one of the publicity things. It was a Rudolph was a publicity story. Yes, yes indeed. Yeah, so you'd have to I had to look that up and see when did the um, reindeer get their names, or what. You know what would be really funny to find out if they have different names in different countries. All right, here we go. Oh, excuse me. Let's see. We got uh, blue. Okay. Uh, now the first original eight reindeer made their first appearance in 1823 in a poem. A visit from St. Nicholas. Which is the night before Christmas. And the Troy Sentinel newspaper. Yeah, that's the night before Christmas. <clears throat> yep. Yep, so I was right. Mm-hmm. Because before it just said that he had reindeer. Because the story was always, and the thing was, it wasn't always eight tiny reindeer. Mm-hmm. Most of the images that you saw of Santa Claus, uh, or Klaus, or any of the other names, when he had reindeer, it was usually only one, maybe two. And in some older, older pictures, it's actually he has a horse. Okay, here you go. You had Dasher and Dancer, Prancer and Vixen, Comet and Cupid. No, no, those are added later. The original eight. You Do it again. Dasher, mm-hmm. Dancer, mm-hmm. Prancer, mm-hmm. Vixen, mm-hmm. Comet, mm-hmm. Cupid. Mm-hmm. Now, is it Dunder? Or whatever. And Blixem. There you go. Same way. But today they're referred to as Donner and Blitzen. Yeah, you got too hard to say. And then there's Rudolph and Olive. Who the hell is Olive? I've heard very little about him or that reindeer or her. You know, that might be that might be a very modern story. I think Olive, Olive is, a is, mo- yeah. is a modern story. It's like a young reindeer that was trying to help. In fact, I think I saw a cartoon. Probably a, it is. A 3D thing, so I think it's pretty new. So for me, so, it's still reindeer. It's Rudolph. It ends up Rudolph. You had Dasher, which is the speedster. Mm-hmm. Dancer, the performer. Mm-hmm. It's like the Care Bears. Prancer. It's all about her. Vixen, the pioneer. Or something else. A vixen. Comet, the ditz. <laughs> Where is this from? Cupid, the imposter. Cupid? Mm-hmm. Donner. Donner, the chameleon. Was this like a reindeer tarot card deck? Yeah, it's like a reindeer get to know him. Oh. And Blitzen, the grand finale. Do you know the last two reindeer were the biggest reindeer? Mm. And then you had 
uh, Rudolph, the pensive latecomer. Well, yeah. And Oliver, the other reindeer. Yeah, I think Oliver is a fairly so, new invention. Yeah, because when Blitzen is injured, he has to get Oliver to take his... Well, Blitzen. Only Oliver is a dog. A dog? Yeah. Okay, that's not the one I'm thinking about then. <clears throat> that's funny. Olive, the friendly dog. And he can fly? Yep. He's eating that magic corn from the from the sorcerer. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. There's some old references going on right here. That's funny. As he's reading more, we're going to contemplate the thought and action. I know. So, so okay, so all of you, okay, so Blitzen sprains his ankle, can't fly. Yeah. Santa sends out a call saying, ah, castle, you know, Christmas is going to be casted because, um, you know, one of the reindeers is down. Mm-hmm. So Olive the dog hears this, mm-hmm. and uh, a flea friend mm-hmm. convinces all that she is actually a reindeer, not a dog. Oh, that could open up all sorts of conversations. Olive that we're not is have. tenacious and doesn't let anything get in her way. She's tenacious. Mm-hmm. That's so lovely. The Dunder and Blitzen Blitzkin debacle. Somebody had way too much time on their hand. Yeah, they did. But they're magical. How can they hurt themselves? How can anything that can fly and float in the air, how can they sprain their ankle? Come on. This is the landing. He just did not stick that landing. Guess not. If you ever landed, I mean, you know. Guess not. I broke my ankle doing that one time. Yeah, but you know why I said that they, uh, the two reindeers closest to the things were the biggest? Why? That's how they would do it. With horses. Yeah. The bigger horses were closer. Mm-hmm. And the um, faster horses were out. So. Your power's in the back. Yep. And your speed's in the front. That sounds like a car. Yeah, it does. Um, I do that. <laughs> That's why they said they had horses. Horsepower. Yeah. Um. But no, I mean, yeah, so it's kind of, it's, it's, it's fun to, you know, I like, you know, the funny thing is though, cause you know, and people know that, you know, if that knows me that, you know, the faith I follow, mm-hmm. uh, but I still, I still love Christmas music and I still love, um, Santa Claus, story of Santa Claus and me all too. that stuff. In fact, uh, some, I saw something rather funny and, uh, it was on Facebook or Instagram or whatever. It was a video and he showed Santa Claus putting on the tefillin, uh, the things that go in your arm, you say a blessing. Um, and I thought that was funny. I said, oh, a Jewish Santa Claus. <laughs> Didn't you know Santa was Jewish? Well, apparently, uh, he might have been. You never know. Actually, well, he was from Turkey. Mm-hmm. So the chances are he might have been a conversion from Judaism to Christianity. Yeah. That'd be funny. Oi. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just ate the cookies. My belly got bigger. My hair just is white. <laughs> he's actually this is a rabbi. Close. You know? Yeah, he's a rabbi. That's what he is. This is just my, this is, this is my rub yarmulke. You know, I'm saying it's, it just had to get bigger to cover my ears. <laughs> it's cold up there. Cold up there. <laughs> Mrs. Claus is Jewish too. You could, you could be like, oh, you're looking a little thin. <laughs> 
And in fact, if you watched yes, Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer, that, she's yes. like, "You look a little thin. Oh, now you look like Santa Claus." <laughs> That's what it is. Santa Claus Jewish. Yeah, he's a conversion, but he's still very Jewish. Oh, uh, that's kind of funny. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry. I got to. That's kind of funny thinking about that because that is so true. Yeah. I forgot about Mrs. Claus when you look thin. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, Santa Claus, you need to beefing up. Uh, ho, 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 ho. Now you're looking like Santa Claus. Now you fit the, now you fit the mold. Uh, but yeah, that's all, uh, that's really funny. Uh -huh. You know, that's a good question. Is like, does Santa Claus is Santa Claus fat year round? Yeah. Or does he kind of trim down a little bit? You know, take some. Or is it all in the suit? Maybe so. That would be funny. Well, it has to be flame resistant, so mm -hmm. it might just be the flame retardant material in, inside of it. I don't like thinking my took a hot burned. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this punum. We don't want to fire damage. It's a punum. It's a beautiful punum. Um, so, <laughs> oi, what can we say? Well, I'm dancing, I'm prancing, I'm coming on Cupid, I'm Donald on Blitzen. No, I went Italian. <laughs> oi, now imagine if Santa Claus was Italian, that would be hilarious. You don't mess with the family. On <laughs> Donna, I'm Blitzen. If you mess up, he'll take care of you. <laughs> You're not a good kid. We can help you. <laughs> wow, oh, this is going so yeah. <laughs> We like a Santa Claus. I go, they always give me cookies. I want cannolis. <laughs> <Why am I>? <laughs> <laughs> wow, okay, here we go. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, that's just something to think about. I mean, could it be, that would be hilarious if, you know, that would be funny. Different people's views on that, that'd make a funny little short or something. But somebody's talking about like Santa Claus, if he was this and this, 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 you know. So I've always been like, you know, my thing is like, just because Santa Claus really like Coke because you know, the image of our of mm -hmm. our Santa Claus in America, he's drinking a Coke, yeah. And it was actually designed by the way the way that we see him, yeah. The orig that original design was from Coca Cola, yeah. So, um, because even up to that point. They just show him every once in a while, but it's like if you look at night, the night before Christmas, the way he's dressed in some artwork. Yeah, it's still very much not that version. Yeah, and um, so, but yeah, his phone went la 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 la. <clears throat> well, she's la la la. I have timers for when I'm supposed to when I do artwork and stuff, but we're doing this tonight. So I'm not doing my artwork. Not tonight. I've done enough artwork today and last week. Um done a lot of design work. Uh but yeah, I mean so but yeah, I mean it's just I could just I could just see Claus uh, is a Jewish thing. Yeah. It Klaus yeah, it could be. Um could be Jewish. I don't know, is it Jewish or what would Klaus be? I mean Klaus Klaus. I don't know. Well, Very German Jew is what it sounds like. Well, there was a lot of jewels in German. Germany. <laughs> yeah, there were. Yeah, there were. <laughs> not so much now. Well, I don't know. I don't know if the population ever got big back there or not. I don't think I'd want to. But I that might know. be one of the safest places to go. Yeah. Um. But no, I think it's I think it's funny that so many people are like. Ooh. But. 
Yeah, I mean, <laughs> just that's so funny to think about it. And uh, even if you looked at some of the, in fact, one of the one of the rain, uh, one of the elves, the top elf, that was always trying to make the little guy do his job. He's kind of like, mm, kind of had that look to him. He had mm -hmm. a big nose. So. And did you know? I think we we said this before, but you know, you know that the Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer was actually written by a Jewish man. Mm -hmm. Yep. Which I think is interesting. Maybe, maybe because in that in that story, maybe sent maybe it was just implied that Santa Claus was that way too, because he was a writer, the Jewish writer. So Klaus is actually uh, German French. German French. Okay, that makes sense. Klaus. And Klausen is uh, Danish. Danish. So uh, isn't it interesting how you had the French, the German, and the Danish had a very similar name mm -hmm. for it as well. So now my question is, is Santa Claus, Santa Claus, or Santa Claus, uh, is Santa Claus, is he, um, could that actually been a person also? Oh, that one I think is actually modeled after St. Nicholas. Well, I know that, but I'm just saying, I wonder if that could have also been someone else kind of doing the same thing. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. I mean, just because the name is very similar. Because mm -hmm. I'm not sure what Nicholas means. And even though, if it was the biblical spelling of Nicholas, there's no H in it. You said, I see O-L-E-S is Nicholas in the biblical spelling. Um, I think, I don't know if it's, I don't know if his, I think they spell it with an H. But if it's the biblical spelling of Nicholas, let's see. Then, uh, then it would be with no H, because my son has the biblical spelling of Nicholas. Actually, both his names are from the from the bishops, Nicholas and Timon. Yeah, it's with an H. Okay. Yeah. See, if it's the biblical spelling, though, there is no H. So, I think that's the more modern American version of the name Nicholas. Yeah. Because I bet you if you look around somewhere in Europe and stuff like that, we'll find it. In fact, I'm not really sure, but the na the person named Nicholas in the in the Bible might actually be St. Nicholas because it's much later in time. So, which would be hilarious if that was the case. He's right there. He's right there in the Bible. Uh, New Testament. But, um, but, yeah, so I think, I think, uh, I think it's kind of interesting at how... Um, Santa Claus has also become more of a moral thing too. Yeah. You know, it's like, um, not just so much about if be be good and whatever, everybody thinks, well, you're, he's a good kid or whatever. But I guess in some ways it would also be looking at, you know, be a moral person. Right. Cause really I you think the word be, good there would be yeah. moral mm -hmm. in, in the old, old, older versions of it being more of a moral person than a good, cause you can be a good person and not mm -hmm. have any morals. Honestly. True. Yeah, I mean, um, as weird as that may sound, and people will probably disagree with me, but I mean, you can be a good person and help a bunch of people, mm -hmm. and be considered the very next day kill half of them. Yeah, um, so it's like you know, it's like a, I go, yep, they need to die. Yeah, and for that person, it was like, yeah, you know, I helped them, but um, there's a lot of there's the well, they say the road to hell is paved with good intentions. Yep. So, I mean, you can be doing good things and turn around doing bad things. Yep. So, but being a moral person, I think, is the bigger code yeah. for that, for me personally. Big morality thing. Yeah, I think so. I think I think Santa Claus is Ooh. more... You all right? Mm, this weather's killing my knee. <laughs> no, I, can under, I sympathize with your brother. I sympathize. It's gonna, my knee's acting up. It's going to rain. It's going to rain. It's going to rain. 
Isn't that amazing? Because it already has been. Oh, you can tell the future. Yeah. You're a sorcerer because you ain't got no head on. <laughs> See, that's what Santa Claus is. He's really a wizard. Yeah. He's, he's always wearing a hat. hat. He's always wearing a hat. You know, I've actually had a few people now come up to me, you know, going, okay, I'm a, I'm a sorcerer. And I said, what do you mean? Because I don't wear a hat. You really have had people do that? Yes. <laughs> Some people, you know, listen to us from work. We've reached at least two people. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like you know, said, like, the guy who, who likes our stuff, he came in the yeah. other day, he's wearing a hat. And he goes, hey, look, I'm a wizard. Oh, that's funny. That's <laughs> it's funny. It's like, ah. Oh. That's hilarious. So, uh, what's the name of this gentleman, if we can ask? Uh, I can't remember his name. Oh, so you shouldn't have said that. You got to edit this part out, man. Yeah. You don't want to say. You don't want to say you don't know the guy. <laughs> I know the guy. Yeah, but you got to know his name. Get his name next time. I will. But edit, you know, edit this part let me out. Put it this way, I know his name, but because I don't have his permission to use his name. Uh, okay. I can't say it. We'll get permission because we're, we're we'll give him a shout out as our number one fan. Yeah. I only want to mention him on there because he's our number one fan. Yeah. Um, but no, I think uh, I think the the biggest um, the biggest thing to me is uh, unfortunately Santa Claus and Christmas has become very much a um, you know very sensuous commercial commercial old Charlie Brown. Well, I like Charlie Brown. I like Charlie. No, Brown. no, that was the whole point of Charlie Brown. That com- Christmas yeah, yeah, had become yeah. commercialized. Yeah, that's that's true. And the, I think that's I think it's been a theme here lately on a lot of the newer things. Yeah, is that you know it's really it's about your family. It's about you know, uh, it's like the focus on Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not so much we don't really talk so much about pilgrims and the Indians because so many people want to bring up so much political stuff about it. Um, but I do wonder if Indians had the foresight, would they've been like well, we ain't helping them. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's like, wait a minute, they're getting off the boat. Uh-uh. <laughs> burn it, burn, burn it. it. No, it's like, well, you know, what's bad though is I don't, don't you know, let them land. You know, people, not to get over and think, well, we jump past Thanksgiving anyway, so I might as well bring up a little bit of it because my personal thought is this is that you don't have any records of the pilgrims. They were working together. The early, you know, even the, the, the Roanoke mm-hmm. tribe that disappeared. Um, you know, they, if you read in all that stuff, it's like they had a very close relationship with the natives in the areas. They yeah. weren't trying to take their land. In fact, they kind of I think they were working with them and say, Hey, we're looking at this. They kind of, some of them were purchasing land from them. And which I think is funny because most Indians in those times, they didn't think you could own the land anyway. Um, so, I mean, you had a lot of purchases like Lee County where we're, where we're at. Mm-hmm. You know, that all this land that became Lee County was purchased. Yeah. It was not taken from the Native Americans that were still living in this area. They still had all rights to this land. Um, the founders that came over here that founded Lee County, um, that was their goal, is that they did not, because I think we came over from Columbus, which I think was stolen land. Yeah. Um, they, came to, they came to this place, and they're like, we are planning to build a city on the idea of that it is purchased, it is not stolen, and that's what Lee County was. So, uh, in fact, I have, I have, uh, we have four more, well, most of them have passed away now, 
um, but we knew the picks and we knew the the um, hold on paces. And they, I've actually got a chance to see some of their uh, documentation of where they purchased the land, and it was so cool because you saw like what you would think would be considered stereotyping today. That was the names they had. I mean, really, like something like Running Long Bear. I mean, that was their names. The translations of their names is what it meant. Mm -hmm. So I've always thought that was kind of interesting. Um, but the whole idea, I think, even today, I mean, yeah, if you are a Christian following that faith, and this, of course, is the time period that they worship the time or, or remember the time of Jesus' birth. Um, but um, I think a lot of people are now trying to get it more back also onto family yeah. as well, because I mean, it very much was about family in the, in the yeah. Victorian time period mm -hmm. uh, where a lot of the Psalms were written. They were always talking yep. about family. They were always talking about focusing on, on that. Exactly. So, and of course uh, we got to have the, they need to bring back more of the ghost stories for Christmas. Yeah. In fact, I saw something and I meant to tell you about it. Um, and I got to find it again. If I can find it again, I think it's on Pluto or something like that. If I can somehow record it, I'll record it because it talks about this, the stories, the ghost stories of Christmas. Cool. And then not just, not just, you know, the Christmas Carol, but all these other ghost stories. And if, and I, I think I'm, I meant to bookmark it, but I'm not sure I did. But that's what I think would be kind of fun to do again, too. Because yeah. like somebody said, yeah. apparently they just like to get around and fire and tell ghost stories because yep. it was the darkest time of the year, yep. you know, so. Well, we've come to another end, to oh. another show. But could it be another beginning, though? I probably could. Every end is a new beginning. What? Okay. Right. I, I wouldn't go any further. Oh, okay. I think there was a song like that, but I don't remember. I kind of vaguely remember a song with that in there. Okie dokie. Oh, the imagination. Amazing like that. Yeah. But, all right, so we are pretty much done with this one. Yep. Awesome. Well, thank you all for joining us. And if you like this, please go to our Facebook page and uh, leave us a message, whether you like it or not. Well, you know, we'd like to hear both sides. Uh, we only want to hear if you like it. And uh, uh, or just leave us a little happy face and say, yay, good show. It was great. Appreciate it. Yep. And you can find us where? On Facebook at The Spectral Side. And you can also, but you can, if you're listening to this one and you want to find it somewhere else, if you're on Spotify, you can also find us on Apple. And if you're on Apple, you can find us on Spotify. There you go. So, I guess that's the end of that. Yep, and good night and pleasant dreams. <laughs> I do hope that you've enjoyed the stories from the spectral side. <laughs>